Yep, I get it. I know exactly what you're thinking. Here we go. Another podcast. Well, you know what? I'm here to tell you something. This just isn't any other podcast. This is the Vision Life 365 podcast, where we give you a front row seat to organic missionary work. My name is Jason Sykes, and I'm here with my co-host, Gary Hale, and we're coming to you from beautiful San Pedro de Macorís, Dominican Republic. We're here serving with the DR Vision team. Our podcast is designed to encourage you towards Great Commission living. Along the way, you get to see the good, the bad, and even sometimes the ugly of missionary work. We hope to encourage and challenge you on your personal sanctification and ministry walk. Here we go. Okay, guys, good to have you back. I'm here with Gary Hale. We've actually been sitting here chatting about ministry stuff and seminary stuff and uh, all kinds of neat stuff, discipleship stuff. And um, so today, uh, Gary, how you been, man? What what, have you been up to? Oh, it's been a good day. You know, it's Friday. I'm getting ready for the message on Sunday. Um, had a good, a very good uh, a video chat with a a professor mentor uh, in the seminary that um, I'm doing my doctoral work in. Um, actually, my wife was in on that too. That was just a great time. Cool, it was a great encouragement. I took a little bit of time this afternoon. Read uh, read a chapter from. Uh, I don't read a lot of Spurgeon actually, but uh, he he had a. Yeah, I picked up a book recently at a at a library and uh, bought it. And so anyway, uh, I, you know, man, that guy still. He's still relevant, mm-hmm. you know, even though it's so long ago. And so he was just talking about evangelism and soul winning and, and things like that. And so the heart characteristics of somebody that has that. So I, I, it, was, it was challenging uh, reading that. Very so, cool. Yeah. Very so cool. I enjoyed it. Just sort of a personal development. Time. I, I go in spurts on reading. I read like a yeah. crazy man for a while, and then I go for months that I don't read, and then I go through months that I go through tons of books at a, at a pop. So I need to hit another one of those tons of books at a pop because I've, uh, I've been kind of in a— but it's, the, the, the scheduling for me is weird right now because yeah. I, I got done teaching, teaching my class here at seminary, and then now I've got to pick the kids up at school every day. I take the family to school in the morning, and then I pick them up one thirty again. So it's just hard to get that rhythm rolling and sure. keep it going. So anyway. Yeah, but no, everything's going well. Looking forward to a good weekend. Cool, 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 cool. Well, listen, I want to throw something out. I actually threw it to Gary this morning. We chatted about it a little bit before we came here today, and uh, I thought it was a good thing to talk about Uh it doesn't even have to be necessary from the position of missions. And uh, Gary brought, brought up some great points to me um, through a voice message he sent me. And uh, so I kind of want to just throw it out to you guys and, and let Gary and I kind of talk through this concept. But I saw something this morning. Um, it was on social media that kind of did kind of, um, I'm not going to lie, it kind of hit me wrong. Um, I didn't comment on it, but I saw something where... Uh, most of you guys know probably about a year ago or more. No, it was a couple of years ago that supposedly Kanye West, who is a famous uh, singer, I guess, um, who gave his life to Christ. And it seemed like in the beginning that there was some fruit there. It seemed like there was some genuineness there. And I mean, uh, not the Holy Spirit. But, uh, you know, his recent behavior are not probably reflective of a believer and somebody had just posted on social media this morning uh, something about the fact that we need to be discerning uh, about people like that. And I guess it struck me in a wrong way for several reasons. And so I, I kind of wanted to talk that out a little bit because, um, and, and Gary, you jump in here anytime, anytime you want to. Um, can we really be discerning with the gospel? 
in the sense of, you know, if you're dealing with a fool and somebody who's a just or an absolute in your face atheist and they're blaspheming, I guess you could say, but but it isn't my job to change people. It's not my job. Whoever, you know, shared the gospel with Kanye West, uh, I think there's a pastor out west uh, that did that shared the gospel with him. My responsibility is not to change that person. My responsibility is just to be faithful to the message because ultimately it's a transaction and I'm transaction is a bad word, but it's a, it's a relational aspect between that person and God. Uh, it is not something that I can uh, negotiate. It's not something that I can bend their arm and help them make a decision. They ultimately have to be the ones that, that decide to give their life to Christ or not. Secondly, um, how many of us um, have had bumps in our sanctification process? Uh, how many of us have gone through cold times in our spiritual walk? How many of us um, have been or done things that we're maybe not so proud of since we've become a believer? We look back on those moments and we're not proud of those moments, but um, that doesn't mean that we've stepped away from the faith. Uh, it just, and so God is patient with us. Um, I certainly don't think we need to set Kanye West up as a role model by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but I guess my heart went out in a certain, a certain sense because I think there's just an inclination to be very judgmental sometimes and ultra separatist in, in, a, in a sense of um, we're not here to have a club. We're here with the gospel. We're here to... I can see the gears turning, man. Yeah, no, I, I think I'll jump in. I think that, um, yeah, you know, the, the gospel is for all. We believe that uh, for whosoever, uh, you know, shall believe. And, and um, but with that, you know, I think that, I think maybe without reading the post, but I know certainly what I've thought uh, in the past is that we live in such a celebrity type um Atmosphere where, especially as it relates to you know Christians, um, that maybe Hollywood stars or uh, sports players, uh, singers, musicians, you know that uh, there's such a rush to almost. It seems like people are validating validating their faith based upon who is out there claiming to be a Christian, and, and many times it's not even claiming to be a Christian. It's as simple as uh, I give God the glory. Uh, oh, you know, and so then the Facebook blows <laughs> and up. The and the crowd goes the, wild. The crowd goes wild, you know, and where somebody points up to the, to the heavens and, and right. they say, wow, he must re he really loves the Lord. And it's like, my con I do have a concern there. So I, I, I didn't read the comment that uh, you, you were referring to, but I do have a concern because it seems like many times there is a hero worship that, that crosses over into that hero worship. And, and nobody would say that they're doing that. But I think we're so quick to, you know, really get so excited about somebody like that. Yeah. And we don't get excited about just a regular old person right. coming to know the Lord. And, and my faith is not validated by, um, you know, some football coach that wins a whole bunch of games and now he trusts the Lord. And so, okay, I'm, I'm so awesome. I mean, and, and, and I would take it a step further. It's great if you if you're in the realm of football or baseball or whatever, and you win a bunch of games and you love the Lord. That's great. But you know, some of our we sh we should teach our children that some of the some of our spiritual heroes can be that pastor that's faithfully served his mm -hmm. church for thirty forty years. It's it's that uh, 
It's that family that has endured suffering but have been faithful to the Lord, you know, all these years in their church and sacrificially give and serve and all that. Those are the heroes, not the celebrity people that you don't know. And just because they do, I mean, many times we want fame or we want fortune or whatever. And we see somebody out there that, that's doing that. And they also supposedly have this relationship with, with God. And so we're so, you know, I'm not, I'm not against that, but it does cause you to pause and say, you know, those guys don't, they're not going to be, yeah, they're not going to, they're not in my world. They're I mean, not going to be there when I'm, when I'm struggling or whatever, but that pastor is that person in the church that I'm a, yeah. a member with. He's there day in, day out. Those are some of the real spiritual heroes. So I, I take it kind of that approach as opposed to it not being that somebody doesn't want Kanye to be uh, saved. I think it's more of just the, the the idol worship that we make out of, you know, it, it's crazy. I, I think some people's faith is very shallow yeah. and they need to go deeper. And, you know, I, I heard I heard one Somebody tell one time, uh, you know, that a family member had died. And so in their grief, and you say things that when you're, when you're in grief, you say things that may not always, you know, be technically correct. So I want to give a little bit of grace here. But the, the person who is, has been a Christian for a long time, you know, starts talking about how they're sure that they're, this relative is, you know, up in heaven uh, driving a vehicle, listening to country music. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're talking about a good old redneck funeral, aren't you? Well, yeah, no, no comment. But but <laughs> but but honestly, where in the world would you get? I know that they're listening to country music, driving a truck. Uh, I mean, there's just lots of things that we could talk about. You know, well, you know, the body hasn't been raptured yet. Yes, they are in the the, the presence of the Lord. But oh, why would they be listening to country music? I mean, is that is that the is that the high water mark? Is that or that's the that's the bar? There is wow! You graduate to heaven and you get to listen to country music. I mean, yeah. I personally like the sound of you know the, watching now. It's a whole other podcast right there. <laughs> I personally like the sound, but honestly, is that the, is that our highest thing? I I just how can uh, you know other people say things like. And now we're getting off a rabbit trail, but you know, people say things like, "Oh, you know, he he died, and heaven received an angel." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, the angel, the angels marvel at what Christ did for us. <laughs> Why would we lower ourselves to be? No offense, yeah, angels, no. but I mean. Why would we lower ourselves to be the angels? They marvel at what Christ did for us, and so I think it just goes into a very shallow theology and understanding of the word. And so when we get into, you know, seeing somebody, I think that's because our level of spirituality and many times is just what you see on TV. And, I think and we kind of hit a problem. I think we kind of hit the, the two extreme extents, extents of this. And what we're talking about, because, you know, as far, as far as being discerning, I just want to say, man, be co- be so careful with that kind of mindset. I, I read something the other day, too, and boy, I'm, I may be stepping on some hot coals with this. I don't know. Maybe maybe I need to edit it out. But I saw somebody who said, uh, was condemning people who did trunk or treat at their church. And they said, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. You should be in God's house because that's, that's the Lord's day. And I thought, 
Well, you know what? I've got some good friends, and I agree with what they're doing because it's an outreach to their community. They're ministering to people. They're looking to pour into people, and they do it through that. And so yeah. what's better, that you're sitting there and listening to that guy screaming and hollering inside of a church somewhere or that you're out ministering to your, you're out ministering to your neighbor? Who, what, is, what is the function of the church? Do you see what I'm saying? Is it yeah, just to go I, so I think what you're saying, if, I, if you're concerned about the spirit behind the post because it seems like well, how do you how do you be you know, discerning with how do you discern it's not my job to discern kanye west my my job is to be faithful to the message share the message with him and i i, I agree with you about the celebrity culture that we create there is a I think that's what he's saying i, I don't know maybe maybe he's not and i may have either. i may have read into it wrong i don't know I, I guess i just it just in probably yeah he's probably getting to that but it doesn't matter to me if i'm a believer and he's a professing christian then i should do everything i can as my brother if i even have any kind of close contact with somebody like that to try to encourage him to grow. Whether I agree with everything that he does, he's, an, he's a new believer, maybe, or maybe not. So the gospel's not just this one-time transaction and it's over with. It's called sanctification. It's all that. How am I going to do? It's like I tell the, you got to understand culture here because there's, there's, um, I mean, culture here, it's not abnormal for teenage kids to, to, to drink and stuff like that. It, I mean, I deal with this in my university student meeting sometimes. And, and, and I'll. You guys drinking over there? No, 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 no. I'm talking about them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other podcast. But anyway, no. And so, so, you know, when you deal with those things, you always have to point them back to Jesus. That's what I would do with Kanye. This is, there's what discernment are you talking about? Point him back to Jesus. He messed up. He did a he did a bad move. Point him back to Jesus. Keep because it's between him and Jesus. I don't think he could be discerning with the gospel. Now, what you're saying, I totally agree with, and I think that, um, you know, when you talk to people who have left quote unquote left legalism, they can't stand legalism. But you know what? We are legalist at our core. We want measurable. Christianity, or we want something we can identify with. Like you were saying, you know, we want that. We love that celebrity bling that, you know, well, I'm a Christian and, you know, I'm, you know, so-and-so is a coach or a player, a professional player, and he's a Christian too. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even, you know, the whole Duck Dynasty thing, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't have anything against those guys. I'm just saying, I don't know. I just, I, I see, I, I think we, we really lose it on both ends. We lose it on both ends because it's not my job to change people. It's just my job to share the message. But it's also not my job to get caught up in all the the glitz and the glamour and all the shiny stuff that's going to fade away one day, too. And so, you know what? If you happen to be the guy that, that <laughs> disciples a celebrity, good for you. But that's not to lose yourself in that either, you know? Yeah, so so there's you know a couple other thoughts that come to mind, too. You, okay, so you have Kanye, who is obviously very... Um, uh, a lot of eyes are on him, and so it's easy to kind of pick him out. And I, I again, I, I don't. I'm coming at this blind. I have no. I don't know who this wrote is my, this. This is my bad because I threw this at Gary this morning. Right. Okay. I, I don't know who, who who the person was that commented, but they apparently feel like they have a platform that they feel this urgent need to warn everybody else about Kanye uh, because he's to the detriment of. Apparently, yeah, detriment. There of, you go of the church body. But it's almost like we're better than him, right? And so, careful, so peeps. That, that's where we get to the, you know the spirit behind this. I mean, is, is that your ministry? So you know, who's next? Who's next on your radar? And right. There are people that 
that make their ministry about attacking uh, organizations or people. You know, I, I knew a guy uh, one time that, you know, he, he loved to come into uh, different fellowship meetings we had, and he, it seemed like he was always producing a report. Yeah. I mean, this was this was incredible. I mean, he would he would like come in with a six page or eight page typed out report on FCA or on whatever organization you know, Awana or whatever it was. I'm, I'm just throwing out examples, um, hypotheticals. It, that he would come in and, and tell you why they were not doctrinally, you know, going in the right direction. And so he really he felt like that was. His role in the kingdom, I guess, right. is to put other people Everybody's down. Everybody's garbage out there for right. everybody to see. And, and he thought that, it, <clears throat> I mean, it was somehow edifying and, and protecting, you know, people from the wolves and, and, and all that. But it, the, the spirit behind it just never kind of, I never connected I with that. I think that's really, you, you, I think you fleshed it out better than I did. You put it in words better than I did. I guess I just don't ever want to get to the point where I think I'm better than somebody else. I don't want to walk around and say yeah, I told you guys, you should have never hung out with so-and-so or you should have never ministered to so-and-so because look what happened to him now. You know what? You're one You're one mistake away from bad. You're one mistake away from making a major mistake in your life. And so how can we ever say, oh, I should have never shared the gospel with that guy or I should have never discipled that guy? I mean, no, I hope somebody never says that about me. I hope somebody doesn't say that if it kicks me when I'm down and says, oh, well, what a waste of what a waste of breath. I, I see both sides of it. I see, the, I see the danger, the the shallowness of the celebrity mentality, and latching on to stuff like that. And now all of a sudden, he's a saint because he's a yeah. believer, and he's not. He's he's in the same throes of sanctification, and the and as anybody else is, if he is, if he's truly a believer. And it's not my call. It's just I, we got to be faithful to the message. It doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter if we think they're deserving or not, because we don't get to be that judge. We just have to be the ones that we're ready and willing to share that message you know and stop the well you guys should have been more discerning i just it really sat with me wrong because um i don't i i don't ever want somebody to say that to me mm-hmm. i don't ever want somebody to look at me uh if i mess up and say man you know i really blew my time discipling him <laughs> you know right no well yeah and i think you know another another thought on that is that you have you know if if we're promoting these uh people and then let's say the lost are around us watching jason or get a great point yes promoting these guys and then they go out and do something stupid really do something stupid um then the lost that are watching us kind of glorify them all of a sudden it it can create some sort of a stumbling on that and so i think again pointing people to people who have have had a long track record of consistency in their faith. Yeah. Uh, they may not be, they may not have the, the world's headlines, but they're just serving the Lord faithfully. They're the, uns- they're the unsung heroes. They're yeah. the ones that show up at your house. And, you know, you mentioned a story about how your pastor showed up and talked to your dad, sure. you know, and that's a major, major uh, memory that you have that you go back to. You know, you don't know any celebrities that showed up at your house and talked to your dad, but your pastor did. And it was well, a major. actually, what? No. Uh, <laughs> you always give me a hard time about who I know. Okay, so we got to explain this one. So, so Gary, we've had some some pretty uh, in, the, in the Christian arena. We've had some known authors. What did J, JD Greer come down here one time? Yeah, he came. Um, he who else? Robbie Gallaty's yeah, been Robbie down. Came, yeah. um, who else has been here? I, I'll give you those. Okay, too, so right. I, I tease Gary because you know sometimes like, hey, hey, uh, I need to. 
I'd like to sit down with you if I could. You know, I said between between JD and uh, Robbie, if you can kind of work me in there, you know. So yeah. I tease him about the first first name basis because I, you know, I've never met JD Greer, I've never met Robbie Gallaty in person. But yeah, anyway. JD was the president of the Southern Baptist Convention yeah. a year or two ago. So uh, I'm decent friends with his uh, one of his campus pastors. But okay. yeah, he, he's been down here. So yeah, you know, so I'll, I don't I'll know work these you guys. In. I'll I work know. you in yeah. next time. <laughs> yeah. we'll you I don't know these guys on a first name basis like uh, like Gary does, but. Yeah, just there's some good food for thought here. I just at the end of all this, when I stand before God, I want to be someone who's been faithful to the gospel. I want to be, you know, if 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 it's a if it's a famous person, uh, you know, I I want to be known as the guy who shared the gospel. But I also want to be known as the guy who came up and said, "Dude, you're you're messing it up right now. You're you're making some bad choices." And I love you. And I'm going to tell you that even though you not, it's not what you want to hear, because I think true friendship and true love is going in when a person does that. And I'm not pointing fingers at anybody that anybody should be doing that right now. I'm just saying we just live in such a quick to judge. Um, the idea of being discerning of who I share the gospel with. Oof, that's, no, 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 I agree with you on that. I think you know, the gospel is for all and we should uh, approach it that way. Um, I would also say that, you know, we could, Take this out and talk about celebrity pastors too, and and maybe it's not that they're wanting to be a celebrity pastor, but you know the Christianity at large oh, yeah. you know, looks at some pastors, yes. even good foundational pastors. I mean, good biblical pastors are, you know, put on a pedestal. In other words, they didn't necessarily go looking for right. it; they and just uh, have they just were good the, communicators, and well, you know. the Lord blessed their ministry and blessed their communication of the word, and so now they have a platform, kind of like JD and Robbie. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Uh, you know, or, or you know, you might even think of someone like let's go old school, uh, Stanley. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, Charles Stanley. And so, there's nothing wrong with being able to tune in and and, and be edified by. I mean, that's that beats watching that or listening to that is better than a lot of the, the garbage that's you know, sure on, on yeah. TV. There's nothing wrong with that, but. Just don't cross the line to where you think that, man, if my pastor would just be like Charles Stanley or, or Robbie or J.D. or whatever. I mean, it was a common thing when I was in Bible college, you know, when, when there was that s- certain celebrity pastor mentalities that all of a sudden a bunch of guys come out of Bible college preaching exactly yeah. like that person. Same mannerisms, right. same illust- types of illustrations, all that, and trying to replicate that in right. another place. Right, and it's not that's not the Holy Spirit. That's not yeah. that's nothing more than imitation. No, I'm hundred percent. I see the danger at both ends of the spectrum. I see the danger of taking it too far because I, you know, um, I'll agree with you. I mean, there's even some what I would call conservative. You know, we live an hour and a half from Dollywood. You know, and in so many ways, Dolly Parton has seemed to be fairly content. If you go to Dollywood, man, there's Christian music playing everywhere, but there's things that she said and done that my wife and I've been like, I don't know. That's, that's kind of, in other words, don't just, well, well, she's a Christian, amen. Yeah. You know, and that's it. It's over. Um, and, and again, not to judge her, it's not my job to judge right. her, but just, it all comes back to the gospel period. It, you know, Jesus is the only celebrity that we're, we need to, we need to worry about. He's the celebrity. He, he, he did the, the, the 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 spiritual changing work that we need that everyone needs it's a process in our life not that salvation is a process but sanctification sure is and it's just not my job to run around qualifying and quantifying people saying you know yeah i I agree i you know i read um yesterday or today you know again god is not a respecter of persons right so you know god's not wild but your celebrity status He, he really isn't and he doesn't 
He doesn't need you on his team. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need me on his team. Christ did everything for us. And so we're all the same, you know, at the foot of the cross. We yeah. really are. And so I think as we raise our families to, um, you know, what to look for, who to emulate or to, you know, who to, who to, I want to be careful to say lift up. You don't want to lift them up over Christ, you know, but as far as your pattern or your, your role model, uh, you know, look for those that are, I mean, there are people sitting in your church, I would say to one of our listeners, there are people sitting in your church that are heroes. Yep. You know? Absolutely. And so look to them, teacher, observe them instead of just constantly looking for, and, and if, and, and honestly, take a, take a thought about, what you're really believing in and, and who you really believe in, mm-hmm. if you feel like you have to be validated, your faith has to be validated by somebody famous. Um, don't always you know. don't always run towards the shiny stuff. No, don't because yeah. you because you, you could be disappointed. Not only the lost around you could be disappointed if that person falls, but you could be disappointed. Exactly. You know, and I think uh, we'll spare the name this one. You know, maybe 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 one day we we open this can of worms more. But, you know, a famous apologist to all kinds of just horrible stuff is coming out, you know, after his death. Uh, boy, that, you know, that can crush you. Yeah. Uh, especially if you look up and you respect and you, and, and you, and you think that. But uh, it really will destroy you if that becomes your model, if somehow that is Jesus. Or know. if it really takes the, the, the focus on off of that situation really bothered me too. And the reason it bothered me was for the exact reason you're saying people just elevated him to be something that he wasn't. I mean, he was great. He was a great speaker, great orator, great apologist. He did excellent. The fact that there was a time when I was on the website looking to study from the same stuff, you know, he's, he's got a basic uh, way to, to deal with apologetics. It's very well done. Um, but you just can't look to the person. You can't. You can't get caught up in the name or the or that image because it's not. Man's going to let you down every time. You know, man's just so. And I think when you can do that too, it actually is better in the long run because if if somebody does let you down, there's it's not a crushing. Oh yeah, it's not, it doesn't crush your faith. You you could be sad about that, but it doesn't like destroy. And some people's world is upside down right now because this of that. issue that you and I are talking about has been the destruction of many of ministry and many of churches. Why? Because when a pastor falls, I really see it as a dual responsibility. Now, sometimes it's because he's a heavy-handed person and he doesn't let anybody else be a part of anything or make any other calls or anything, um, but. Many times it's because the church doesn't have some kind of level of accountability for him. Do you see what I'm right. saying? He doesn't get held to a level of accountability. And so therefore uh, it, it's a, it's a balance. Yeah. It's a balance. He needs to be held accountable. They need to be held accountable. It's it's just, it's, that's the way it works best. Not because anybody thinks anybody's horrible. No, it's just human nature. It's yeah. just dealing with people at the most grassroots level. Yeah, sure. So, you know, I, I think to, to maybe wrap this up is, is I, I think we're both seeing both sides. I think the gospel is is for all, and but I don't know that. I'm not sure that there's too many people that really their ministry truly is to go and critique everybody else's Christianity. I, I don't see it as a I don't see it as a ministry at all. That's, that's a, right. I don't know where that comes in. I mean, I guess if maybe to the level of fame that they have, somebody else that is is well known. I, I, 
I don't know. I don't know where where that kind of falls out, where you feel like your mandate from the Lord is to critique yeah. other people. I think that's so I part of what scared me. It's yeah. just when you get to that point and you say, well, we just need to, what do you mean by be discerning? We don't need to, right. we don't need to share the gospel with somebody who might make a mistake if, you know, or it's our job to judge whether or not they're saved. I don't think that's But, my... you know, if you're talking about, well, are people following them hook, line, sure. sink, or yes. like they follow false prophets or false preachers? Because, you know, we can throw out names there too that, you know, people that, you know, oh, did you see? Yeah. You know, this guy is coming out with his book and he preaches to thousands and all that. And you're like, man, that's just nothing but health and wealth. Right. You know, and so is there a place for people to warn about that? Well, I, I would say yes. The uh, New Testament, yeah. yeah. The New, New Testament does say for us to do that. But uh, I guess my concern would be is if, you're, if your ministry is on tearing everybody else down in order to Look build better. yourself yeah. up. Yeah. Then that might be that might be an issue. Kingdom so. building mentality, building your right. own. Yeah. So I guess there's a place to to say that, but sometimes it could, I, I could see it where it could be a cheap shot. Yeah. Because somebody is really famous, and so you've got your little followers, and so it's easy. It's easy to take your shot at them. So then you know followers, you know, like what you're saying and all that. I don't know. You got to be careful about there, that. Yeah, I, I think know. there's a balance in all this, and just yeah. kind of wrapping it up. I think that's what the how I would end it. And this is, you know, I'm going to share the gospel with anybody God gives me the opportunity to, famous yeah. or not, and probably 99 chance percent chance they're not going to be famous. But you know, we're here in San Pedro. Who knows? Maybe we rub shoulders with a professional baseball yeah. player or something. Who knows? But. But it's my, not them, right? You, it's it's Jesus. Exactly. Is the, you know, so it's like you know whether it's a poor person or a rich person, you're sharing. And so, if you share the gospel and they supposedly give their life to Christ, and then you find out the next week and they go out and get drunk, you don't need to make a Facebook post and say that you need to have more discernment. No, it's just the gospel needs to change your life. And either they did or didn't the week before. Who knows? That's between them and God. But it's still, I need to be consistent before that person and continue putting that person before Jesus and let them know that that's where their accountability is is between in between Him. And them, and not uh, not me telling everybody to watch out for so and so. I I just you know, and then like you said, be careful on the other side. Don't uh, don't get so caught up in that stuff that a blanket endorsement hurts the gospel with other people just because um, just because somebody has a celebrity you know status. Mm-hmm. So I think it's good stuff, man. I think it was uh, threw out some things for people to think about. Yep, we got some music in the background. Teens are getting ready to crank it up here, so we need to crank it down. All right. All right, guys, thanks for being with us. This wraps up this episode, so thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks again for listening to the Vision Life 365 podcast. Be sure to check out our website, visionlife365.org, and be sure to subscribe to our podcast for a new episode each and every week. Thanks so much for being a part and being with us here, and we look forward to being with you again next week. 